Well, that's going to do it for our Sunday survey results. Now we're going to jump into the Q&A with Alex and Kevin from the Home Discord. So can you guys give us a little background on who you are? So yeah, my name's Kevin. Uh, I go by Hoagie on the Discord. Married, got two dogs, two cats, some fish. One of the founding members of the Home Gym Discord. Been lifting since I was in seventh grade. 32 now, so it's quite a while. There was a big gap in between there where I stopped lifting and started eating a lot of food. Eventually uh, cut that out, went back to lifting, got serious about it in 2018. Um, I've heard this said by a lot of the uh, the guests on your guys' podcast in the past, uh, but I, I started out with starting strength with, uh, like a lot of others did. Um, it was kind of my first real introduction into to power lifting and kind of that, that style of training. Um, and I've just kind of stuck with it ever since. Yeah, that's me. And I'm Alex. I'm Brick on the Discord. Uh, also, you know, kind of there when it first happened and got together. Um, as far as lifting goes, I did, you know, pretty much every mistake everyone makes, you know, in high school, just doing random bodybuilding stuff. And then college didn't really change much. Um, but actually, when we locked down and we actually got the server together, that's when I started getting into the powerlifting and things like that. So I had some kind of foundation, uh, but nothing serious. As a rite of passage, I did starting strength. I knew I was not going to stick with it, but I was like, well, if everyone else did it, then I got to at least try this thing. And uh, from there, it's just been, you know, different. I've basically been mooching off the server with every program someone posts. You know, some guys will make their own and, and that kind of thing. But I've just been enjoying lifting through that. As far as personal life, married, kid on the way. And um, yeah, that's, that's really it. Awesome. Well, why don't you guys give us a quick definition or um, explanation like what is discord for those who don't know oh man that's a loaded question so so discord is like a um, <laughs> community-based voice chat application uh, it's similar to like microsoft teams or slack if any of you uh, use that through work but yeah it, it's basically like an online community building tool uh, where you can chat with other people in real time we have different channels based on different subject matters so you know in our in our discord for instance we talk about powerlifting, bodybuilding, you know, programming, nutrition, and the really big thing that I think people know us for is helping them find gear. Discord itself, you know, it's funny thing is it's typically used for gaming. Um, it's you know super super popular in the gaming community for like groups to get together and communicate, you know, amongst each other. We don't use any of the voice chat stuff uh, for what we do. It's it's all just really the real time nature uh, that's been beneficial to us. So. Alex, I don't, yeah. I don't know if you want to build on it a little bit. Yeah, basically it's a giant group chat, um, but instead of everyone talking in the same space, you have your own little corners to go to. And then aside from, you know, workout stuff, we do have just regular, like, you know, we have like a Wordle channel and we have like all the regions and each one's kind of got its own flavor, like East Coast is dads and houses and things like that. And then you have Canada who talks about politics, even though that's the only rule we actually enforce is no politics. So it's basically a huge group chat where everyone's just kind of shooting the shit. Uh, and also when we are working out or just we're getting ready to work out or something like that, you have that other piece that Kevin uh, alluded to earlier. But yeah, it's basically just a huge hangout. I always thought of this as the social part of the gym for people who work out a lot is that, you know, this is where everyone's hanging out and um, just kind of catching up on things. Awesome. So what would you say you enjoy the most about uh, Discord? Yeah, I would say... For me personally, I, I sort of grew up, um, so many different elements of my life have been done online. I moved away from home when I was 20 years old, you know, so all of my friends, all of my family, the only way for me to connect was uh, with them was online. I actually met my wife online. 
So when the pandemic happened, uh, Discord sort of introduced a unique way for me to connect with other people where I'd lost all of that. And it, for me, I, I just kind of gravitate naturally towards that. It, I'm comfortable meeting and talking and building relationships with people online. Uh, so I guess that that's sort of one of the things I really personally enjoy is just building those relationships, building that community aspect and, you know, just kind of getting to dive into it. Yeah, it's uh, an interesting thing that we've kind of done here. But, you know, what started as just like, I need a barbell, you know, who knows where they are, someone tell me where it is, has really created a lot of really deep relationships that I didn't think you could do. Like, I, I, I didn't really game or anything like that. And not like I was, you know, captain of the football team either, but I was, you know, I just didn't really do this. And it was really cool to kind of get into it and see it happen. I was actually at Kevin's wedding and, you know, we talked to guys all the time and it's really unbelievable. Actually, my wife knows like some of their usernames just from conversations and things like that, just because that's how often we're talking to each other. Uh, that's awesome. Are you guys able to tell the founding story of the home gym discord? Yeah, I actually, I took some notes, so I wouldn't forget too many things. Uh, I'll spare you guys some of the weirder details because it's definitely been an adventure. Uh, but as far as Discord goes, anyone can make a server. Anyone can, you know, you could make it and have just yourself in it, or, you know, you could have 10 people in it. There's no, you don't have to make it a thing where people join it. So we started out actually on the home gym subreddit and Reddit is not very quick. You have to make sure you're refreshing the page to see new comments. And in the beginning of the pandemic, stock was nearly impossible. We did notice though that they rogue restocked every day around like 10:30 in the morning eastern time so we're always on there refreshing around then and uh, at one point someone just said we should make a discord server this one guy which was literally I, not literally his username it was that one guy uh you know impulse made you know hit the plus sign made it we all joined it we had like 200 people going uh every day 10 30 we're logging on and you know at that point it was very much oh, I saw the high temp bumpers came in and you'd post the link and people would buy it if they wanted it. You'd be tagging everyone. It was just chaos. Basically, that guy stepped down and gave this other guy whose name was D'Amelio, and I'll try to limit the usernames they say because that's going to sound like Game of Thrones at a certain point. He owned the server. So there's got to be one owner who kind of keeps track of the whole thing. When that happened, we, we grew to 11,000 people. We had bots keeping track for us and would post automatically. You could subscribe, like, I'm looking for a bar. So you had the bar no barbell notification, that kind of thing. And it was really awesome. And then even from there, we had, like, weird bots who'd track, like, PlayStations on Amazon. And at, at one point, we were into coins from the U.S. Mint. But it, it just – I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm going too far that way. Um, but basically, we grew to 11,000 people. Everything was great. We we're hosting powerlifting meets. We did charity events, um, this whole thing. And the guy who owned it decided to delete the whole thing. So that was you know, a little bit of drama there. And now we're actually rebuilding. So we're at about 2,500 people. And along the way, we, you know, great people have kind of come in and out, uh, came back. We've got a ton of uh, you know, guys that you probably know, a uh, ton of manufacturers on there. And, like Kevin said earlier, you know, it's great that you can, like, he literally talks to the owner of Rep One Strength to be like, hey, I think you should do this with your app, that sort of thing. And the guy's not just like, shut up, idiot. Like, they actually talk about it. And uh, we have this great community now. And although we're a little bit smaller than we were, there's still tons of active users. You know, I wake up in the morning and there's all these unread messages and I just don't read them, but I'll, <laughs> don't worry about that part. And yeah, so the history was, is we kind of built this thing up from the pandemic. The need was to get stock. 
and it kind of develops from there. Now that stock's not really a big issue, now we're more focused on actually, you know, using the stuff that we bought for two years. And it's been a lot of fun through the whole process. Yeah, I uh, I, I like the part. Um, me, me and you have very similar notes for the founding story. I, I liked the part where you talked about the chaos because I think it's the closest I'll ever be to having like worked on the New York Stock Exchange. This is what it was like. <laughs> Every morning, people would log in about 9.30, 9.45, kind of shoot the breeze. And then 10 o'clock would hit and everybody like it would just kind of go silent for a little bit, waiting for that that stock to hit. And as soon as it did, man, you'd have you know, 100 people just start linking. And, you know, uh, there's a feature in Discord uh, where you can tag somebody and it sends them alert. You would get, you know, just a ton of alerts to your cell phone from somebody saying, hey, you know, that monster bench that you wanted finally restocked or, you know, the the calibrated plates that you've been waiting months on. The, I think it was the 20 uh, kilogram plates. That we're out of stock. You can get the rest of the set, but the the twenty kilograms you couldn't get. So it, it, it was just absolute chaos. Uh, but it, it was so much fun. I, I feel like I, I've said this so many times. I sort of missed the beginning of the pandemic. I feel like my experience was very different than normal people. I loved that period of time. It was so fun, kind of building it up and and just watching that environment sort of explode for the first few months. Yeah, it was pretty wild. It, it always felt like at like nine to nine thirty. It was like, you know, you get like the calm before the storm, like we're all sitting around like a campfire, like just talking. And then all of a sudden that would hit and it would just go blow up. It was awesome. That's awesome. You guys kind of branched off from the Reddit pages. Is there any beef that uh, exists between Reddit and Discord? Well, I mean, officially, no. The The big issue is that guy, D'Amelio, that deleted the server when we hit 11,000 is a mod on Discord. So I wouldn't say we don't like the subreddit. That's We're completely fine with them. We've actually had meetings with them. Uh, we met with Taddy Waffles, which is a, a moderator on Discord, if you don't know, uh, on Reddit, if you don't know. And then um, the Gray Matter Lifting, he goes by a different username on Reddit. He He's a mod there, too. So we actually met with them to explain, like, listen, we're not mad at you guys. You didn't do anything. It's just this one you know, idiot who decided to blow up the place because someone called him obtuse. And now it's, a, it's this whole thing. But so, no, the the whole Reddit, no. I mean, I'm still on it. I'm looking at the AMAs. I'm, I'm looking at posts and whatnot. But really just one person. And it's not because he's a mod. It's because... He deleted what we worked two years for. That's about it, if that makes sense. I think that's justified. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say that's uh, pretty accurate. I, I don't know that there's beef with anybody. I will say there's been a couple of, I, I don't know, awkward interactions. One thing that I, I found particularly interesting with that situation where, you know, the the server got, you know, it, we were told it was transferred, but really it was deleted. One of the things that sort of came out of that, though, uh, the moderators on the the subreddit seemed like you know well you know the discord sort of its own thing we don't really care you know luckily it was actually uh joe gray and and dr taddy waffles from uh the subreddit that sat down with us and we kind of talked it through but I, I just found it real interesting that there wasn't more interest i guess in that whole situation from their uh their perspective you know obviously for us getting our server blown up sucked but yeah it was really just joe gray was really the only one that would kind of talk to us directly and then the rest of them kind of said eh, we don't care yeah, it was a little jarring that like, you know, because we cared so much about it. And then you kind of turn around, you know, it's like leading a parade and no one's behind you. And you're like, all right, guys, let's go. <laughs> you're like, wait, where, where did everyone just go? What happened? Yeah. That, that was a little weird, but it, it worked out in the end. How long ago uh, was this? February, right? Yeah. yeah, end of February. February. It was a wild week. That was actually the same week that the uh, situation in uh, Ukraine started. So 
you know, it, it was tough to, to kind of get, you know, unglued from the computer uh, there for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was actually my February. I'm a teacher. I think that was my February break. And I spent that entire week just getting things back up and running and, you know, nerd alert, but it's what I did. (laughs) Alex, you seem kind of like a primary discord guy, but you, you read it as well. Kevin, what Mm -hmm. about you? Do you uh, participate in both? Uh, Yeah. Less so now for sure. I think all of us sort of started on the, the subreddit. I will say I, I love Reddit for pretty much everything else, but when it comes to home gym, I'm on the Discord. Gotcha. Are there like true like Reddit people and then there's true like Discord people? Well, I think for a while there was. Like I remember they hated us for a long time. I, they thought that our bots were buying stock. So they thought we were like going in and clearing out Rogue, which would be I don't know how anyone would do that. Um, so I remember for a while you'd go on the Reddit and they'd be like, those Discord guys suck. And we're like, what? Like, we're trying to help you. Come on, like, join join us. We'll show you how to get whatever you need. I think so. But nowadays, I think it's a little less rare. Actually, one of the guys was talking about it uh, two days ago about how he like, used to be on Reddit bashing us. And then now he's on both. That's, that's interesting. That's quite a, um, I want to say, like that community like exists, you know, like the uh, the two different sides. This uh, corner of the internet's pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah. I know that my, my impression early on was that um, people just didn't kind of understand what we were trying to do. And like Alex said, I think there was a lot of sensitivity around buying and reselling, particularly in the middle of the pandemic. You know, our, our whole goal the entire time was really just, we want to get people connected and Reddit just wasn't the right platform. It had nothing to do with the sub or, or anything like that. It's just, I mean, we at the time, I think we were trying to compete with like the Rogue Stockbot, which, you know, a lot of people were using and, we, we were just trying to, you know, help people get connected. One, once people started to figure out what we were about, that helped. And then as stock started not being an option, that's when we sort of had to evolve a little bit too and give people a reason to, to come and to stay. Also, we started yeah, giving like- things away, which kind of helped yeah. too. <laughs> giving free equipment away helped a lot. <laughs> yeah, explain that. What, what do you mean you were giving free equipment away? So um, I think when we hit 10,000 members, was that before the COVID classic, the 10,000 thing or after, do you know? It was before. So when we hit 10,000 members, we ended up partnering with all the manufacturers. So I don't know if you guys are aware, you know, as of today, we have uh, Bear Steel, Bells of Steel, Bremi, Buffalo Bully, William Strength, Crandall, Griffin, uh, Jimway, who actually made the Oni Bar or Oni, I don't know how to pronounce it. That was actually four members in our group. Iron Master, Irwin, Stray Dog, we have Kabuki, Rep One, Cleva, Rep, and the list really goes on. Belt Fed Strength, I have to mention them. And then American Barbell has been extremely collaborative too. Uh, they're, they're trying to get a bar together. I don't know how much we can say about that or how comfortable they are with it, but they're, they're, they got a group together. We have, oh God, I forgot the original question. What was it again? <laughs> You said you were uh, giving. (laughs) Yeah, you said you're giving free equipment away. Oh right! So when we hit ten thousand members, we went to all these guys and we're like, "Hey, can you help us out? You know, these people are buying stuff from you guys. You know, some people were were buying things directly from the sales reps on the server. So actually, I think uh, Kabuki gave away a transformer bar at that point. They gave away a couple of things, but that was the transformer bar. Uh, We had Griffin give a, a huge basket away. You know, we had all these manufacturers give stuff away. And they didn't ask for anything in return. You know, they were just, they're happy to be there, be involved. Uh, and then that was just for us hitting 10,000 people. They, you know, there was no, no, no requirement. 
since then we've hosted two powerlifting meets. We actually have a third one coming up in June. And at those we gave away, you know, we've given away Kabuki deadlift bar. I think uh, someone had an option of what Kabuki bar they wanted. American barbells giving away bars. Chris from belt fed strengths, always extremely generous with the belts, but basically a lot of the manufacturers chip in certain things and then we're able to give, give it away at these things. I actually remember one time I went on Reddit to tell them we were giving away for 10,000. Then some guy like got mad at me. I'm like, all right, like, well, if you want a free transformer bar, it's over here. You just got to show up. Interesting. So you switched over to discord because it was quicker to get the, uh, the updates for the stock. What are some other mm -hmm. like primary differences between Discord and Reddit? Yeah, so I think this doesn't actually only apply to Reddit. I think this sort of carries over into the, you know some of the Facebook groups as well. Uh, it's just the my experience, even to this day, going onto the subreddit or going onto the Facebook. It's usually one of two posts. It's either uh, somebody showing off their gym, which is great. That's what we all love to do. We want to show people what we've done and get, you know, kind of inspiration for what we can do. And then the other thing is people talking about, you know, that, that one in a million score that they found, you know, that, that Avanco Chrome plates that they got for 200 bucks off somebody who had no idea what they had. And that's, that's about it. The, the conversations don't tend to go anywhere. You're not really building relationships with anybody. You're just, you know, it's just kind of there doing, you know, whatever. And yeah, I guess. I, I mean, that, that's usually the only thing that I would use it for. We have that element as well, but it's really, you know, when you get into the Discord, it's, all right, you can talk to the guy and have a conversation with a, a large group of people that want to talk you through all of the different gym options that are out there, companies you may not have heard of. Yeah, just as one example, you know, the J-Cup rollers have been a really popular thing for the last couple of years. Our group has really been interested. I think we were one of the first groups that was talking about the, the Irwin J-Cup rollers you know, sort of publicly and, and sharing out that, hey, these are really, really good. Ghost isn't your only option anymore, guys. So I think a lot of those conversations sort of happen organically and Reddit, Facebook, they don't really, they really don't operate the same way. A lot of it's just sort of these one-off posts. People make a comment, leave a like, and then they leave. This is more, let's get you engaged. We want you in the community. We want to talk to you. We want to help you through whatever you're trying to build. And I think that collaborative piece uh, really kind of takes us above and beyond. Yeah, exactly. Things just basically keep going because of this huge group chat. Mutant Metals came on and actually posted his snapback rollers before he ever released them. I was like, what do you guys think about this? You know, like it was really cool to see that interaction. I don't know what other kind of platform you could do that with, uh, where you could literally have a private focus group and just kind of get everyone's idea on things. I don't know if we'd be able to have done any of the online things that we've done without being able to just talk quickly. And I feel like we do nothing for weeks at a time and then we start talking together and then all of a sudden it's like, all right, I got, I got this manufacturer and this is the t-shirt design. You know, we start pulling everything together very quickly that way. Any kind of format where you're just kind of posting it, it slows things down. That's all it is. I am on Discord every once in a while and I, I do like it. I think it's just too hard to like keep up unless you're there all day. But I do like it how all, like the manufacturers really get involved and even like Ryan from rep, he'll go in and like back up his products or like really get into a really hot topic on the discord. And, you know, there's plenty of other manufacturers that are doing the same. That's one thing that's really cool that you may not do on a Reddit channel that has hundreds of thousands you might like the more passionate, smaller group. I know maybe you want to ultimately become a larger, but yeah, you know, no, it, it's something that, so there's a couple of things there. So. We are, we are very aware of um, some of the issues with sort of the new people and jumping in and being overwhelmed with just how, how quick it can be. 
So, you know, we, we've been doing some work over the last couple of months to sort of clean up the channels, make things a little bit easier. Now, when you join the Discord, there's more of a guided experience that sort of it pops up a menu when you log in for the first time and lets you sort of pick your path when you come in. I'm here for bodybuilding. I'm here for powerlifting. I'm here to find equipment. Um, and so it, it sort of directs you automatically to the, the part of the Discord that is most likely to interest you from the get-go. But yeah, I mean, the point you brought up about Ryan's actually a really interesting one because... At the start of the pandemic, rep fitness was not super popular in the Discord. We sort of joked around for a little bit, uh, calling them rip fitness, just because the the shipping was a little bit of a problem. I, I fell victim to that more than once myself. Uh, but truth be told, uh, once Ryan came in, a lot of the, the stigma around the brand really started to go away. He would talk through people. Their customer service was excellent. And, you know, it, it, it sort of added a little bit of peace of mind to the you know people going in, looking at uh, the rep brand. I think it, it did a lot of good for them in that community. And it, I mean, that's sort of been the case with a lot of these manufacturers where, you know, a passion project for us. So you know, we're, we're not making money. We're not out here to like, uh, you know, show for specific brands or anything like that. We just want to connect people with the manufacturers and kind of give them, you know, it, it's been beneficial for us because we kind of get to give that feedback and say, hey, you know, rep, it would be really cool if you guys had more, you know, rack attachments, for instance. Uh, you know, you've got these great ISO arms, but I can't do anything with them because, you know, there's just, you, you haven't come out with any cool attachments like Titan or Rogue. So being able to give them that feedback and, and have that conversation one-on-one, -on -one, I feel like we get really good feedback from them. And, you know, it, it, it's, it's been super organic in that, I guess, in that way. So uh -huh. that's awesome though. Yeah. Cool. I mean, even American Barbell has been in there for a while, but then one day Phil joined who owns it and he was telling, you know, he was going into knurling and all this stuff and all these guys were geeking out about it. And uh, now they're actually trying to like build a, you know, cause I feel like a lot of people on the server say like, oh, the neural could be more aggressive. And he actually took it to heart and he was sending neural samples to users and asking them like, what did you like better? You know, what do you want this to be? And uh, it's really cool to see that stuff. And as, as collaborative as it's been, we've actually had um, issues. Like I remember uh, this is brand JD, Gym Equipped. Uh, I don't know if you guys know them. They make uh, like custom parts for certain things. One of the things they did was the power block handle, like the stainless steel one. So he actually, he was uh, one of the yeah. our users sent him a design to ask feedback and the guy ended up just making them. And uh, there's this whole big thing. We ended up having to ban him. It's just awkward. So it's, it's it gets pretty, you know, tight knit. He's, I think he's the only manufacturer we banned. Who's this? Are they I on think Instagram? So, JD Gym Equipped. So he was actually on the okay. server and then uh, one of our users like sent him a design to see if he could make it. And the guy was like, no, I can't make that. And then all of a sudden a month later, he's got it on his website. It was this whole uh, big thing. So if you're going to buy power block, stainless steel handles, try to find someone else, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's been really cool to have that collaborative nature, uh, you know, on all aspects. And that, that thing with Ryan was excellent. It was like right after everything had happened. And uh, he came in and you thought it was just going to be this awful, like, interaction, very abrasive. And people were giving him very pointed questions. And he was able to explain everything and come to some sort of solution with each member. He's very patient. And I thought that was very impressive. Yeah, I feel like a lot of companies don't, don't put in that kind of time. That's cool. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So what is the ice cream classic? Yeah. So uh, this, is, this is definitely a, a labor of love for me. So uh, last year... We were celebrating sort of the, the one-year anniversary of the Home Gym Discord, and, you know, I had this idea, hey, let's do a powerlifting meet. Let's just see how it goes. And 
we kind of threw it together over the course of about a month. We got a couple of the manufacturers on the server to sponsor it and throw in some free prizes that we raffled off. And we decided, you know, hey, this would be a really cool way for us to maybe raise some money. At the time, it was, uh, I think it was India was getting hit with a really bad wave of COVID. We thought, hey, let's raise some money, send something out, whatever. So we did it. We, we threw together this online powerlifting meet, ended up raising initially about three grand that we donated, donated to uh, Project Hope for COVID relief efforts in India. At the powerlifting meet, one of the guys ended up tearing his bicep. We ended up raising a bunch of money for him to, to cover the surgery and the, uh, the PT. The powerlifting meet itself, uh, so we've, we've kind of turned this into like a, a server-wide joke. The original one was the COVID classic. We did another one in December called the Winter Classic, and now we're doing the Ice Cream Classic. So there's always some some form of classic, and it's all a little bit of a joke. It's uh, you know, we we almost kind of treat it like like the wrestling pay per views, you know, like the SummerSlam and and WrestleMania that kind of thing. That's sort of the vibe that we go for. But the uh, the powerlifting meets themselves. Um, I think it's one of the the things that's particularly unique about Discord and works really really well. Um, in that we have people submit. Just like it's a real powerlifting meet, uh, you have to weigh in the day of, you know, you you submit three attempts for each of the main lifts, uh, squat, bench, deadlift. We give them a rule set ahead of time. Um, it's very similar to like, kind of, I guess it's a hybrid of US APL and uh, USPA. And basically we say, hey, this is a great way for you to sort of dip your toes in, see if you're interested. Worst case scenario, powerlifting, maybe, maybe not what you want to do, but it's a great way for you to get into these raffles and potentially get some free stuff. Um, and man, it, it blew up so much bigger than I think any of us really anticipated. You know, for one, just the, the community aspect of Discord, the people that are there. I mean, we right now we typically tend to have somewhere between 400, 500 active people at a time. In the past, when those, those uh, events are taking place, it feels like the whole server is there and engaging in it because we're, we're posting videos more or less live. Uh, you're getting to see people, you know, go for these, these one rep maxes that, you know, maybe they wouldn't do normally, or, or maybe they wouldn't have anybody kind of hyping them up under normal circumstances, but people just really come into it. You know, they're getting hyped. You're, you're seeing people chat and root for you, that kind of thing. So we're fortunate that some of our staff members are actually certified USAPL judges. Um, so we've been able to leverage their knowledge and have them train people to actually do, you know, real judging, looking at things like squat depth and uh, bench press pauses, that sort of thing. Give people feedback uh, to, you know, help uh, help them gain the confidence to maybe go out and try a real powerlifting meet and sort of expand their own horizons. We've seen exactly that. You know, we we've seen uh, for one, I think our, our first powerlifting meet, something like seventy five percent of the people had never done a meet before. The second one it dropped significantly. All of a sudden it was like, you know, 20% of the people had never done a powerlifting meet. Uh, a lot of these people went out, um, they went and competed and sanctioned USAPL and USPA events. We have one guy uh, who unfortunately he, he came up, uh, I think it was five kilograms short of making nationals this year. And, you know, like, I think for a lot of these folks, it, it was just, you know, some of them, they had been really serious powerlifters before. And then, you know, with COVID they, they had to step back we gave them this opportunity to, to really jump back in and say, oh, you know what? I really am still passionate about this. This is what I want to do. So, you know, we're, we're perfectly fine being that stepping stone uh, for people to get that confidence and go back out and compete. Our goal is just to give them the, the most, you know, accurate sort of real simulation of what a meet would be like and would feel like. Um, and then also just the community aspect of it. It's great for people to come together, root each other on, and, you know, hopefully win something. Yeah, it was cool. Awesome. Actually, in the last meet, the summer classic, Basically, I was doing a home renovation, so I wasn't able to really train that much. And when I got to my squats, I was getting closer and closer to 405, which I'd never hit at that time. 
And it was great having like Kevin messaging me, like, you better add like 10 pounds. You got this. Do not give up. Like, while you're going for the attempted, hype you up. And uh, it's awesome. So it was really cool to like, you know, all of a sudden you hit a big number. People start like tagging you and like cheering you on. It's, it's great. And uh, the live judging, I think, is awesome too. Just kind of getting that feedback really helps a lot of people or even just the idea of training and peaking pro- properly and we're all kind of doing it together. So we're all kind of in the same mindset as is happening. Uh, it's been really cool to see that whole thing just develop over this time. Is the Ice Cream Classic the the next one up and, and when is it? Yeah, so uh, the event is June 9th through June 11th. It's completely through Discord. It's free to register. You can register at discord.gg slash home gym. The way that it works, uh, you get a private channel uh, where nobody else can type in and it's just you and the judges. You'll post your attempts, you'll get your feedback, and then once you're done uh, posting your lifts, we open it up to the public so people can see and you know kind of jump in and, and start hyping into it. So you know it, it's one of those things where um, it's super chaotic. You know, I, I think just jumping into it the day of it, it can be a little bit overwhelming trying to figure out what exactly is going on. Uh, but luckily, we've posted a ton of resources ahead of time. So, uh, you know, we've been encouraging people to get registered now, kind of figure out what the rules are, see the sample videos that we've posted. And, uh, you know, the beautiful thing, like Alex mentioned earlier, we've got so many programs that people are running. We've got coaches, you know, certified coaches that do this as a profession that have sort of come into the Discord and been a great resource for people to work with. So. Um, you know, it's, it's a really great opportunity to, if you're into powerlifting, if you're, you know, whether you're serious about it or just looking to have fun, um, it's a great way to get back into it. Sweet. Last thing, quick rundown of your home gym setups. Alex, you want to take this one? Well, I have to bring my computer into my gym. So you go first. All right. So, uh, I am actually in my home gym right now. It is, uh, you know, the, the epitome of a home gym. It's not in the basement. It's not in the garage. It is in a bedroom. I have a one-bedroom house with a loft. My bedroom is now in the loft. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm very thankful that my wife was uh, willing to let us put that up there. So it, this is about a 10 by 10 room. I'm actually going to turn the camera so you can see it. You can see all of uh, my lovely work shirts over there. And this, this is nice. it. You can see this really crappy uh, Dick Sporting Goods adjustable bench next to me. I've got a PR5, uh, PR4K excuse me, that I, uh, I basically built a half rack out of it, put a platform on the ground. That's all there is to it. But, you know, I, I feel like for the space that I've had or that I have available to me, this has been a, a really good setup. You know, I, I'm barely able to fit two benches in here. I've got a couple of specialty bars. Uh, for me, it's the Mars bar and the, uh, the Texas deadlift bar uh, that are my go-tos uh, on the specialty bars. Rogue aggro bar, uh, aggro two bar uh, that I really love, but I'm really interested to see what American Barbell is uh, coming out with potentially uh, in the near future. So yeah, that's my space. It's uh, it's a little awkward. The frilly curtains on the bay window are a nice touch. They always get me hyped up for a new PR. She's Thank beautiful. You. Love it. All right. So I guess I'll take you through mine. Um, so first thing that I like to point out is the flooring I got was a sick deal off of, oh, actually the first thing I got to point out, I did house construction since August. So this, this place is a disaster. I tried to move things, but it was, <laughs> it was impossible to make this look pretty today. <laughs> I got this flooring. It's actually Dolomer flooring. They use it for like uh, cheerleading competitions or gymnastics. Some guy was selling them for like 75 bucks a roll. So the whole gym's pad in that. It's like I have silencer pads everywhere, uh, except nice. for the platform that I squat on. Uh, my squat rack is the RM4. I actually have a William Strength pull-up bar. I don't know if the light's killing that. Uh, I have my resistance bands, one of my favorite non-essential home gym items, and gymnastics rings hanging from the uh, – 
pull up bars. I got this like nice. benching station in the front. I got the half feet and the spotter arms, and then the back. I actually have uh, you know that's where I squat. This rack I actually made. Uh, it's two rogue monster light uprights, and then I put their stall bar wall mounts in the back to hold it up. I got the rogue deep dishes. Probably pretty dark. Tough to see. And then I actually have the Havoc Triad plates over here. The dumbbells have been floating around. And then in the back over here, I got this Matrix. It's actually half of a cable crossover, but the lady was only selling half of it, and it had the lap pole down. So it actually worked out perfect to my space. I needed just this rectangle, so it worked out pretty well. So that's that. So it's a lap pole down on one side, and then a single cable comb on the other. And then my favorite wall is right here, barbell selection. So it's actually a custom uh, Kabuki home gym banner that uh, Jared Sherman's kind of helped link us up with. And they actually sell it on their website still, I think. It's like uh, 60 bucks or something. So a lot of us have that. They're at the classic war bar at the top. You cannot forget this. This is essential to home gyms. Uh, this is actually a grab bag Bella that they that uh, I got from Rogue. I got the Kabuki Power Bar, which I use every day. This is the Big Hess Fat Bar, which is one of my favorite bars to bench with. Uh, the knurling on it is great. And uh, what's great is it actually throws you off on your your plate math. So since it's an 80-pound bar, I set PRs on this by accident too often. Or really, <laughs> I don't want to say set PRs. I overshoot my RP all the time on accident with this. Uh, then I got the Cadillac. Uh, the Duffalo, and then the Mars bar all the way at the bottom. I know it's kind of dim. That's uh, everything there. Loaded. Oh, and then one thing I really want to show you guys. I don't know if you're familiar with belt-fed strength, but this guy makes awesome belts. And he actually made me this uh, custom one. It's got, like, a whole space station exploding and an astronaut kind of losing his mind. He, he does incredible work, him and his wife. Uh, and I, I just love everything that I've gotten from them. So that's one of my favorite pieces in the home gym. So yeah, can, I can I just point out real quick? So I've also featured my uh, my beautiful belt-fed strength belt here in the background. You can see my wonderful face just staring back at you. <laughs> I also noticed that Alex and I did not coordinate this, but we are wearing okay. the same t-shirt. The shirt? <laughs> so m much love to Chris over at Belt-Fed nice. Strength, man. He's, uh, he's super he's active awesome. in the community. Yeah, man, he, he is, you know, too good to us. He's, he's gone out of his way to uh, donate things to all of our events and – Back at the Winter Classic, he's actually a, a veteran. We decided to raise money for uh, Marine Toys for Tots, and you know he was super involved with helping us raise money there. So, uh, real good guy. Just feel obligated to give him a shout out because you know, just we can't send enough business to this guy. He's he's great. And we love him so. Yeah, he's awesome. We've got him coming on the podcast sometime soon. Nice. So. Yeah, he's one hear. of the best. Super nice too. Sweet. Cool. Appreciate the. Uh, the tours, fellas, that was awesome. Did you like tonight's episode? Be sure to keep your eye out for new episode releases wherever you listen to podcasts. Stay involved on our social media sites by following Garage Gym Experiment and taking part in our Sunday surveys on Instagram so that you can be part of the conversation. Like, follow, subscribe to the channel on YouTube and get involved in our website for all your home gym content needs. I want to thank our guests, Kevin and Alex. And I'm going to take it to Jake. Do you have anything else for the listeners? Nope. We are all done. Bye-bye.